Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Sally Wagaman, welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Crystal. It's good to be back. You know that we always start with our friend's AOPI story, but you have shared yours, and you are a friend of the pod. So rather than your AOPI story, can you please share with me, as someone who never would have considered such a thing, what in the world inspired you to become a parliamentarian? Well, it started when I was the chapter advisor for collegiate chapter and their business meetings were just going horrendously. And they were making up all sorts of rules about how you make a motion and how you handle a motion. And I just knew that I had to help them get better at their business meetings. So I started reading materials on parliamentary procedure and you know, a short little book, Robert's Rules, has a Robert's Rules of Order. In short, I think is what it's it's actually called. That is just for people who need to run meetings. So I became well-versed on how to do a chapter meeting for collegiate chapters with parliamentary procedure to help them run their meetings. So that's when it all started when I was a chapter advisor and had a chapter that was struggling. And then the more I read about parliamentary procedure, the more I started really liking it. And I graduated from, stop laughing. I can't help it. I don't think I've ever read anything about parliamentary procedure that was like, let me read more. Well, I have. (laughs) You're going to have to edit this. this. I'm not. Okay, wait. when you finish laughing, I can continue my story. <laughs> I'm trying. It is really one of the reasons I love you so much. So you were inspired to continue reading Robert's Rule. Right. So I, I graduated from the, the short little book that they have. And I, you know, I got a full Robert's Rules of Order book. And then I found an online forum. And the online forum is monitored by the editors of Robert's Rules of Order. And I think I kind of found my people. And I don't admit that to too many people. And now I'm doing it on a podcast. But I have been known to spend my lunch hour on the Robert's Rules forum, just reading questions and and looking at the answers and seeing. Um, sometimes I test myself. I read the question and see how I would answer it. And then I see how the experts would answer it. Um, so that's really where I learned most of my parliamentary procedure. And when AOPI International needed a parliamentarian, they asked me if I would fulfill the role. And, and I had started to get very interested in how we ran our business sessions and was doing research on that as well. So that's how it all started as a chapter advisor in a collegiate chapter that didn't know how to make a motion correctly to um, an AOPI business session with, you know, 600 voting members and very formal procedures. 
and then also now with NPC and, and being their parliamentarian as well. So Sally, you know that I laugh only because I do not fully appreciate <laughs> these things, but you have to know that being the parliamentarian is not just showing up and making sure that people follow a few procedures. Like you really are our go-to also alongside CERC for all things business related and related to our governing documents throughout the entire biennium. So while I laugh to the point of tears, I also have such a great respect and appreciation for the fact that you are our parliamentarian and that you will be the person next to me during convention and the business sessions to make sure that I am following all of the actual rules. So please know that I love you despite my laughter and I appreciate everything that you do for us. But that currently brings us to the topic for so many of us and that is convention. Tell me, when was your first AOPI convention? My first AOPI convention was in 1981 in Kansas City, and I was a collegiate chapter president. So I was I was in a hotel room with, there were five of us oh. in one hotel room with two beds and a cot. I was the first one checked into the room, so I grabbed that cot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised by this. Yeah, so that was my, my first AOPI convention. Tell us a story about a convention from years past. Honestly, my first convention still has one of my memories that is probably um, one of my favorite. And it was the first time when we did opening ritual. And I was in ritual with, you know, I had a, I was part of a small chapter. There were 30 of us. And that's the most people I had ever done ritual with. And to be in the ritual and all of the people having 600 people in the room and everybody knew the words to everything. And Joan McCallum was the presiding officer and she had such a grace and I love her Canadian accent. And she just is such a gracious woman that the ritual was, was just beautiful. And it really inspired me to go back to my chapter and do a better job at leading ritual um, than I had been doing just, you know, in our little room with 30 people. Sally, you just literally gave me chill bumps telling that story. That's amazing. Tell me, outside of ritual, now that you have shared that, what's your favorite tradition? Do you know, I like opening brunch. Ooh, tell me why. And I think it's because it's the first kind of celebratory thing that we do. And everybody's just excited for convention. And we've already probably done some things before that because, you know, opening brunch is usually, you know, the morning after we start and we might might have even had ritual the night before or something. But it's just kind of our first celebration of being together. And I, I just, you know, with the, the national anthems and, you know, everything that we do to kind of kick off in the convention countdown, it's just, I think it's the the most fun. Tell me what you're most looking forward to about this particular convention. Well, you know, I have to say business meetings. <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> because I, I really do 
enjoy the business meetings, even though it's the hardest I work. But if I've done my job ahead of time the way I'm supposed to do, then I'm not working all that hard during the business meeting. I just have to stay on top of things. But um, all the preparation that we've been doing that started last October and that we'll even get more preparation when we get closer to convention, um, it all kind of comes to head and the payoff is when the business sessions run run smoothly and everybody's happy. Do you know that one of my favorite memories, and I do have many, but from our virtual convention, was we got to the end of the last business session. And for that particular year, it was just a challenge on so many levels because there were live feeds and Zoom webinars, just, you know, all kinds of things that were different that added to that particular virtual experience. But we got to the end of the last business session and there was an impromptu dance party and I look over and Sally is dancing in the seat next to me and it was just one of the greatest moments of my whole life. So yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go off script for just a minute because you have also served in a convention as an international president. I always ask for one pro tip that you can share with sisters who are attending their first convention. And I will ask that, we'll get to that in just one moment. But but tell me, what is a pro tip you might have for me getting ready? Because the last one was so different. I would love to know <laughs> something you would say, Crystal, just make sure this. Well, I know that you're gonna be prepared, so I'm not even gonna say that, but have your private moments Make sure you have some private time in your room where nobody's around, because the minute you walk out of your room, you have to have that smile on your face because there's people in the hallways and they're all going to be looking at you. And if they see you, and sometimes with me, it's just deep in thought. It's not like I'm angry at anything. I'm just not smiling because I'm thinking about something else. Yes. Um, so make sure you schedule that time when you're in a place where you can just not have to smile and be deep in thought. Because when you're outside of that room, you're just on the whole time. Well, and when we're in the business meetings, I always look toward our pips and Mary Williams is always sitting there reminding me to smile because to your point, you're so often in thought that you forget and it's a terrible sight if I'm not careful. <laughs> okay, so then tell me one pro tip for our sisters who may be attending convention for the first time this year. Read everything they send you before convention. And then when you get to convention, you'll get a registration packet. Read that too. There's a lot of information in there. And, and if you don't read it, you're going to, um, one, you're going to get lost. You're not going to be in the right place at the right time. And two, you may be asking a question at, at the business session where if we could roll our eyes in front of people, we would. Because <laughs> the question was right in that material that you didn't read. So while we won't roll our eyes at you in front of everybody, you know that we're thinking this person did not read her call to convention before she came. And everyone will know it. <laughs> that is a great tip. All right, Sally, you ready for 20 questions? I am. How many conventions have you attended? I've been to 18, so Dallas will be my 19th convention. Do you prefer coffee or tea for breakfast before a business meeting? Iced tea. Your favorite convention snack? I usually bring a snack mix with me, which is made up with 
Cheerios and peanuts and raisins and M&Ms so that I can have a little bit of chocolate, but not be pure chocolate. I'm glad we'll be seated close to one another. (laughs) Do you prefer plane trips or road trips? I think road trips as long as I'm not driving. That, but I feel like you always drive for our road trips. I know. That's why I like road trips where I don't drive. Oh my gosh, I'm a terrible friend. And I would take over, but that'd be a terrible idea. <laughs> I'll just do better at keeping you company. <laughs> do you have a favorite book you would recommend to pass the travel time? The most recent book I can think of that, that made an impression on me is a book called Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. And this one of the central um, narrators is an octopus. I'm sorry, what? Now, my whole family will tell you I don't read science fiction. I don't like fantasy. I don't like, and as a, as a child, if you'd made me read something that wasn't true to life, I was just so angry. But I liked this book. You just said octopus. Mm-hmm. A giant Pacific octopus to be exact, yes. I would hate for us not to be. Okay, now I'm (laughs) laughing at you again, Sally. (laughs) Okay, so tell me the name of this book one more time. Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. I just truly have no words, friend. (laughs) But okay, it's out there in the world. What is one thing you cannot travel without? Probably nowadays, my cell phone. Do you use a spreadsheet to pack for convention? You know, as much as I like a good spreadsheet, a simple list is fine for convention packing. (laughs) How many pieces of luggage do you plan to take with you? I'll just have my checked bag and my carry-on. Would you rather make room for shoes or purses? Probably shoes just because I don't use a purse a whole lot at convention because I'm usually lugging around my laptop and I, you know, just try to stuff everything in a big bag. Heels or flats? Oh, flats. There's too much walking for heels. Another pro tip. Mm-hmm. Your favorite of our brand colors? Confident Coral. So convention's a time we meet people from all over. What is something you notice about someone when you first meet them? Probably their eyes and if they're making eye contact. Your favorite flavor of ice cream? It's Wawa's chocolate peanut butter cup. Oh, that's so not fair. It's Wawa's. You can only get it where you are. It's chocolate ice cream with peanut butter swirled through it. I'm only a little jealous. Do you remember to pack your life loyal lanyard? Sometimes. And when I do, I pack extra because I know other people are going to forget. I don't know why you just had to call me out right then. (laughs) But hey, I have a question. Mm -hmm. I interviewed a sister who shared with me that it was your executive board that implemented the Life Loyal program. Is that true? It is true. This is another something I did not know about you. It is true because my um, Life Loyal number, I think, is nine. Oh, my goodness. There were eight pips at the time, so all the pips became the first Life Loyal members, and then I was the next one, and my board were the next ones, I guess. That's amazing. And I did not know it. I'm learning all kinds of things about my friend today. (laughs) So I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it just in case. Do you prefer the business sessions or the brunches and banquets? 
our business sessions. Do you have a favorite piece of AOPI jewelry that will travel with you? Well, I was recently gifted by a group of very good friends, the Diamond Pip Badge. So this will be my first AOPI event where I'll be able to wear my Diamond Pip Badge. I'm so excited. Have you, or do you plan to do anything creative with your Rose Banquet charms? I have them all in one small little jewelry box and that's where they've stayed. I don't wear a charm bracelet, so they're just all in a box. Interesting. A pretty jewelry box, not just like a cardboard box. (laughs) (laughs) Are we most likely to find you catching up with friends early in the morning or winding down late at night? If I had a choice, it would be early in the morning, but somehow convention turns into late nights. It does. And then those early mornings are are pretty rough. Convention often comes with thank you notes to follow. Do you like your handwriting? Well, I print. I don't do handwriting, so my printing is okay, but I don't think I could handwrite anymore. I haven't done it in years. And last but not least, if you could ask our founders one question, what would it be? I think you know, we always say that the principles, our founding principles, have stood the test of time and that we haven't had to change anything. And I'd really like to know when they see how we're implementing them how much we really are staying true to that because we're obviously looking at it through a 21st century lens and they didn't have that same lens. So I think it would be as much as I think that we're doing a really good job, I'd like to get their take on that from that time frame. It's a pretty great question. Sally, I have known you for so many years and I have learned so much about you today. Oh my goodness, this has been one of the most fun conversations. Thank you for taking time to talk with me, for sharing your parliamentarian story, and also for sharing a few tips and thoughts on our convention. And for everyone out there listening, thank you. Until next time, stay safe and be well. 